0: We're back, and I have with me Mike Friedel, the the, the running guy.
1: Hey, Paul. How are you doing? Nice it, for me.
0: Is that what we're going to call you now, the running guy?
1: I don't know. You can call me that. I've, I've been called a lot worse. Or
0: like the running man.
1: That works. That Do was want, a great can movie. Can I call you
0: Because you got that. Yeah, I like that one. Hey, so, you know, I, I got you on today because um, I want to talk about age grading. Now, you know... The thing about this show is we like to talk about, like, hey, there's something out there, random thing out there. Go do it and do this exercise. And we don't get too deep into the dry science of things, except for let's do it on this show. Because, um, you know, I was looking at age age grading, and it kind of told me, like, um, hey, you know what? You're doing really great for your age. You know? Yeah. So it kind of told me, like, uh, hey, you went out there and you ran that half marathon, and you got a pretty good time, you know, with the uh, versus the rest of the field, but you know, versus your age, you're actually doing pretty darn well. So if you can help me out with that, why why
1: is, why is age grading? Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that I like about running is that running is a sport that you can do your entire life. Okay. Um, there was recently um, uh, a man from England who uh, ran a marathon at age 100. Wow. First 100-year-old guy to finish a marathon. So, you know, you see, see people like that, and, you know, the... I'm too old for this. This is a younger person's game. You know, that, that's out the window because you can look at that guy. At 101, he ran, a, ran a 10K, and I think he decided to, to finally retire from competitive uh, running. But, you know, um, what's, what's amazing to me and inspiring to me uh, is, that, is that I can see people uh, of all different ages, you know, uh, you know uh, men and women both, Performing at a pretty nice level and sometimes at an exceptional level, um, you know. As we get older, so so the the question comes back to like, well, geez, how relatively good am I? You know, the the answering the question, which is better, really, if you want to think about it that way. Um, And you can't really do that with all of our major ball sports like baseball or soccer or football. Which is better? Well, the team that scored more points. That's a pretty simple answer. All right, but. But because running is essentially an objective individual sport, you can sa- start measuring, you know, how fast did I run against the course. Right. And over the course of, uh, you know, you have uh, you know, our running club ball. We have uh, the South Coast Roadrunners has, you know, hundreds of people in it, and we have people of all different ages and abilities. And, and the which is better question is often hashed out at pizza after the run. Right. And, you know, which is better? Well, obviously, if it's two people of the same age, and gender running on the same course together, which is better, is easy to answer okay. um, with, by which one crosses the finish line first. But it gets a little more intricate by saying, well, which is better the the seventy um, four year old uh, woman running a five k in in um, you know thirty one minutes versus the you know the the thirty two year old man running a half marathon in an hour and eighteen minutes? Well, which is better? I don't know.
0: So we came up with age grading. It sort of like also resolves the thing about, you know, where we talk about boxers from different generations. That's right. You know, Mike Tyson versus, you know. Jersey G- Joe G- G- G-
1: G- Walcott or, or, yeah. or, or Rocky Marciano.
0: Yeah, there you go. There that was go. So it's like you got these two guys, and it's like it's always like, a, you know, it's always an older guy that we pick, you know, because we don't know, remember that. Or yeah. maybe someone's being nostalgic. So it kind of, if we could age grade, we could kind of say, hey, this guy in his 20s versus this guy in his 40s. And it, it sort of balances out.
1: So they keep records of, you know, because we've got so much data, we keep, you know, there are records that are kept for every, frankly, single ages, every age, you know, the the 37-year-old uh, female uh, world record for the 8K is whatever it is, and right. uh, the 74-year-old uh, individual-aged man uh, for that marathon is is why you know and so there's lots of information and so age grading is really a fairly simple process of taking your comparing an individual performance against the uh, world or American record of that similar person and and it's most often done in age groupings, okay. Um, but it can be done against individual ages as well. Okay,
0: could you give me an example? Like, pick a, an age and how you came across, how you got to that number.
1: So, for example, um, um, you know, for the for a male forty-five to forty-nine, the the American Road Record for the five k is just over fifteen minutes. Let's call it fifteen minutes for a just because it's easy math. All right, and and that's really fast. That's under five minute pace per per mile. Now, the world. The, the, the American record for, um, you know, for a, an open age person, you know, so someone that's you know under thirty, is closer to thirteen minutes. So it's two minutes faster. Okay. So you know, the, the but yet fifteen minutes is still very fast. If somebody ran of the same age ran that same distance in thirty minutes, for example, fifteen divided by thirty is right. 0.50. And and so that that becomes a fifty or fifty percent. That becomes the age grade for that um, for that performance. Now uh, we, we in our club we will we'll, we don't like to deal with fractions. We prefer to deal with whole numbers. So we'll take that .50, uh, zero and multiply it by a hundred and say, wow, that's five hundred points okay. out of a possible thousand. Right. Right. And so if the say, if a similar person runs that same distance in. Um, 20 minutes, for example, much right. faster. 15 divided by uh, 20 is .75 times 100 is 750. So 750 points is inherently superior to 500 points, but not as good as 800 points, 900 points, 1,000.
0: Okay, so you may not always get a PR because as you get older, you may, it yeah. may get harder and harder to get a PR or even keep up. But you may know that based on your age grading that hey I'm actually improving
1: that's exactly uh, right so
0: you may get a slower time but you you, you will actually be improving because because of your age it well,
1: will be and so it becomes a ba- it becomes a battle to see how well you do relative to your own age right when I was much younger I was I was faster than I am now okay. but but by comparison my times are really not that far off. Um In looking at my age graded times, and so you say you can look at look back at your times over different ages and say, "Wow, you know what I didn't realize I was at my at my peak in my early 40s or versus my late 20s or something like that and, and right. it's very interesting and and it allows you to compare um, men and women, Against each of different ages and different distances you might be able to look back at, at a bunch of performances and say wow you know what I find that that my best sweet spot is that is the 10 mile distance which is kind of an oddball distance yeah. I'm just making something up here versus right. you know versus a marathon or a 5k or or any other distance but it or, or you might find, frankly, if I as I chart my own performances at, when I was at my at my peak, they're actually very comparable from from short distances of uh, you know, shorter distances like a five k all the way up to a marathon, and and somehow or other that's comforting to me to say, wow, I was a relatively consistent runner uh, across the spectrum of of distances.
0: Okay, so you're saying that we all have our sweet spot, like we all have our distance we're we're're we're yeah. the best at, at that right i find i okay. find for,
1: for me you know I was fairly consistent with with one pretty glaring exception my half marathons never were all that good, okay relatively speaking, my marathon is better, and my five k is better my half is just not that good okay. relatively speaking so interesting interesting way to look at an objective sport and your own performances now. Age grading doesn't address things like uh, hilly courses or right. bad weather. Right. There's no way to really, you know, uh, do much with those things because American records or world records are typically set on very fast courses, fast meaning no hills, All right, um, and they're typically set in good conditions, you know, because they lend themselves to fast times, and we're measuring against a fast time. But, um, but the, the, the information that comes out of these age grading processes is really, really very interesting. Now, how... Often do they
0: update the? Uh, how often do they update the the numbers? I mean, is it set? Do they? Does it change? I mean, the population. Uh, you know, the the. Uh, gosh, I study statistics. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the grouping. What uh, the population? The that they pull from. I mean, it, they must change. More people come in. It Whoa. must change the numbers. Sure. Do they change the,
1: the age grading well, over time? It de- it, it's entirely dependent upon who's doing the age grading. Okay, And um, I know, uh, in fact, this afternoon I Googled age grading, uh, and I found that Runner's World has an age grading calculator. Uh, I know that uh, on runnersworld.com and uh, the USA track and field, the governing body of track and field uh, at USATF.org, has a similar kind of a age grading calculator. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure what they use as their... Uh, you know, one hundred percent mark, okay. but it's probably, but I guess it's probably the ratified world record or American record, and those don't change all that often. Okay, but when they do, they do. You know, okay. Uh, I'll tell you that for our running club, we have an age graded series that we've been doing now for coming up on twenty years, right. and we have we, we'll decide our season starts with the July race, and we will. You know, we'll spin through the records and see if anything is updated from the previous year. And when the season starts in July, that's the standards that we're going to run against for the whole year, and they won't change. Um, And so, you know, if records are are performed but not ratified yet, then they're not the record. Uh, We're going to live with the record that's ratified. Uh, And then we'll use that as our mark. Um, until the next season.
0: Okay, so people, what they can do is uh, when they look at the age grading, they can say to themselves, I'm 40 or 45, 50, whatever, and I just started running, and they can say, like, I'm not going to compare myself to this 20-year-old. I'm going to compare myself to a 50-year-old running the same course, the same distance. And they might say, hey, I'm I'm actually doing pretty well, and stick with it.
1: What's also helpful is to see when you mix it up, obviously for your own self, if you're going to run, you know, only 5Ks, then it becomes fairly easy to say, you know, the answer to the question, which is better? Okay. And to say, well, I, I improved from, you know, 28 minutes to 26 minutes to 25 minutes to 24 minutes, that's great. Okay. But if you mix up the distances and you say, wow, I'm going to run an 8K, That the, they have a great 8K in Brea every February, that's an odd distance. You right. Know, it's, a di- it's a different, just dist- or I'm going to run a half marathon and then I'm going to run a marathon and, well, which one's better? Right now you have to have to it gets into a little more more interesting question. Well, the age grading allows you to answer that for yourself. And as, a, as an individual who you know gets off the couch, gets started, gets going, you know, improvement is one of the things that that keeps you going. Right, and it keeps you coming back for more. And it's a thing. It, it, it's frankly that drug that really you know right. lights you up and and. By able to measure that by by putting you know putting your performances into an age graded table to say wow I went from 564 points in the f- in the, my first couple to you know to if, uh, in my first five five uh, k to finally running a marathon in 623 points boy I'm getting better as as time goes on right. and boy I can hardly wait to see what happens next time I show up and, and you can sort of chart your performances um, you know across distances and and um and time
0: and that's kind of cool i mean and like you were saying it's it's uh they get the numbers from around the
1: world right right uh we at our club uh use the american road record for that, the american but, road but there's okay. no real good reason why we couldn't use the world record as well okay. you know another way to do it too uh, well, a couple things that, that we found um we had a, a runner in our club who was in her early 70s and you know this is Gosh, I was a lot younger and a lot faster back then. So, you know, we were finishing, and we were done with our sort of warm down, and Lois would come running across the finish line, and she was gray-haired, and she was very, very sweet. And we would cheer for her and say, good job, Lois, nice, nice, nice job, you know. and We were being nice. We were being nice. We were being kind. And and so, "Oh, oh, yeah, here she comes. Well, you know. We weren't intentionally being patronizing, but it was easy for us to say, "Well, we're we're young, fast guys, and we're done for a long time. And we're not even sweating anymore when right. she finishes." But when we when we happened across this age grading thing, we realized, "Wow." You know I might have been in the seven hundred and eighty point range, but but Lois was in nine hundred and twenty point ranges. she wow. was a much better runner than I was wow. she was much more competitive she was nationally rankable and, frank, and frankly over time she got aware of it and and, and actually set a single age uh, American record in the half marathon distance when she was eighty wow. and it, cha- it changed completely the way we looked at and and viewed her performances wow. and we became to realize that she was not just a sweet old lady that was. Was nice to have around. She was a national treasure right. to have around, and to to be to claim her as part of our club was something that we wouldn't have had the insight to do without the the, the benefit of the age group.
0: Yeah, no, okay, she belongs to us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I actually see. Uh, uh, um, kind of off the off the subject in, in a tangent here is I was kind of surprised at the the what was it the magic shoe? I know yeah. some eighty year olds that ran that. And actually ran it pretty well. I saw
1: there were three of them that were in one of the pictures I saw.
0: Yeah. It's like, wow. So you have no excuse. I don't want to hear your excuses if you're 40, 50, or whatever. No, it's true. I actually know someone right now is like 50 years old, and it's like too old. And it's like, no, no. No excuse. Well,
1: you, you it, know, your perspective is all what your perspective. I ran. A, I was running a race the summer I turned thirty, and I came into work on. Uh, it was back east. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't in Southern California, where I think that we're relatively progressive. But uh, I, I mentioned something about having competed in, in, a, in a track meet on Saturday, and somebody looked at me and said, "At your age? At your age? What?" what? I'm like, "I'm twenty nine. What are you talking about?"
0: Yeah, that's a, that's the that was ancient back then, wasn't it? Back in the day. You know? Back in the day. Well. um... You know, the one thing I do like about this is with the age grading is that you know, we're talking a worldwide sampling yes. of the population. Yes. That was the word I was looking for, um for which I was looking. There's also English majors here. But the uh the it, the one thing that's hard to get across and it's kinda of the reason I started the show is when you get out there on that bike way, you're around some world class runners. I mean, there are some world class people out there. I mean, it's not just our club. But there's also the Calcos which is a fast club. And yep. we got some really fast clubs.
1: Snail Space is a terrific club. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of good groups out here.
0: And they're fast. I mean, it, we're, we're like at the epicenter of fast people and you get out there and and not just that with the other sports the cycling and all the other stuff uh, within like uh 100 yards of where i am we got like actually olympians mm-hmm. here oh, yeah. so it's like um so you're looking at this and you're saying how do i how do i get on the track and look feel like you know i i belong here cuz people are just running past you they're taking off and it's like but you got the the age grading that this is a worldwide sampling so it kind of says you know, hey, I'm a pretty good runner if you factor in the rest of the world.
1: Well, personally, I've always been motivated by um, my own performance relative to myself. You know, I started running, I wasn't an athletic kid, um, and... So competing against other people wasn't something that was that helpful for me because I would not usually fare very well. So I was all about just trying to say, you know, can I I get to the finish line faster than I did last time, for example. So for people that are just starting out, you know, improvement is that thing that really, you know, it tells you that you're on the right track, that you're doing the right things, and. Improvement is one of those things that you, with with an objective sport like running, or frankly cycling or swimming, the same thing, you can really measure that. And those, you know, anything that you can do to help you, respective what you're what you're working on, is helpful. Because what we're right. in the end of the day, we're all about just motivating ourselves to get off the couch, get out there and right. do it, and do it to the best of our abilities. And age grading is one of the tools that I like the best. And certainly now as I'm getting older and starting to move through, right. you know, out of the uh, the open uh, categories and into the more what they call master's categories. Master's. You know, uh, if you could explain that word. In, in running, um, you typically uh, call masters as anybody 40 and over. Okay. And so uh, they'll sometimes come up with um, seniors and veterans and stuff like that. But really, it's all under the category of masters. And so okay. uh, that's where the age grading makes a big difference. Now, it's interesting because 20 to 40, even the 35 to 39 category isn't really much meaningfully slower than 20 to 5 to 29. Um, okay. Because you, you know, it's really one of the things that amazes me is that the human body is capable of high performance for a long time, and, and right. something that is as as basic and elemental as running to our our physiology is something that humans just simply can do for a long, long time, and um, and so the performance levels, um, you know, for distance running is really very high for a very long time. So really, almost twenty years from from right around you know college age. Kids all the way up to very close to forty. Um, you don't have any meaningful um, age-related excuses okay. uh, for performance, uh, and then it starts to it starts to go down. Each age group becomes a little bit successively slower.
0: They were actually talking about the uh, the um, that was mentioned in what was that the Born to Run. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about you, you peak. Yeah. It takes you like how many years to peak, and then it takes forever to get off that peak. So you're still running as a 20 year old at like what sixty somewhere around there mm-hmm. if you if you it takes you that long or a nineteen year old to to actually get up to that peak and then it takes you a much much longer time to degrade right so so once you get up to your you can train you can keep that forever.
1: Yeah, there, there. You really can, and you know, um, you know, not just the, uh, not just the. Uh, I can't remember his. I can't correctly pronounce the guy's name. The 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 British guy that um, that ran the marathon at a hundred. Right. Um, but but there's a, a Canadian man named Ed Whitlock who recently, at age uh, seventy, ran a two fifty four marathon. You know, wow! Under three hours—that's a good marathon. Wow! Yeah, that's you know. that's that, forget age grading, right? I mean, that's a good marathon. Yeah. that's a really good. That's marathon. a good time. And and he was the first guy of uh, of that age to be able to break three hours, you know. And then it, now he's in this. Now he's later seventies. He's around seventy-five, and I want to say he ran three twenty something. So he's slowing down, but my goodness, you know, uh, you know, wow, aren't you? Uh, aren't they like a little afraid of outliers just going out there and just blowing the,
0: the numbers away with
1: the older with the older records that's a really good question Paul because because you do have some of the uh, records are a little ho- uh, softer meaning meaning not as not as much competitive or in line with what you'd expect to see um, and some of them are really really difficult and you know but that's that's, that's the way if you're going to pick something you know it, this age grading is essentially you know, an arbitrary way to try to to try to add meaning and compar- comparability to, to, to completely different people and distances. So there are going to be those little quirks in the data, but that's what, one of the things that makes it kind of fun to me.
0: Now, how come um, I'm not seeing too much of this? I know some of the clubs do this, and the USTF has it on their website. Uh, I, actually, your name is on there. Oh, and you look it up. It says thank you to Mike Friedel oh, well, for for helping this. Was, what was your part in that, by the way?
1: Well, the USA Track and Field, um, you know, uh, came up with wanted to run w- their own version of, of a, a Grand Prix series to, to, uh, in this in the southern section, southern California section okay. of USA Track and Field. And so when they were were going to set up, they said, "Hey, w- I know we'll do an age graded series." And they happened across South Coast Roadrunners, our, our our club. Uh, and they said, "Wow, these guys have been doing it for you know at that time, fifteen years. You know, maybe they'll help us." And so they they called us and 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 got a hold of me and and they said, "You know, can we sort of copy your Grand Prix that you guys invented back in the 90s? And of course, we said, "Yes, this is you know, this is you know, we're, this is not really rocket science." You know, uh, so we explained to them how we. Uh, approach things and, and why and how it came to be and uh, they um, graciously uh, you know gave attribution to where where they got the okay. you know, the the inspiration for their series and they've got a very successful series going on right
0: now. All right, that's kind of awesome. Well, they don't print out the H rating when you actually finish the the races. That's something you actually have to go look up yourself.
1: Well, some of them do. Okay, some of the well, result do. sites do. We'll, we'll put a, a a column. You know, they'll typically in the race results uh, sections will have. Um, um, uh, you know, your your place and your name and your yeah. age group and your gender and your time. And sometimes this pace per mile. And sometimes they'll add a little age-graded column. And then some of them, the really be- the good ones, will be able to click on that and you'll be able to sort it by age grade. Okay. Which gives you a real interesting perspective on the finish results.
0: Yeah. You know, come to think of it, the OC half did that. Yeah. Where it actually said, here's your age grade and... I can't
1: can't remember who did the results for that, but that's one of the companies that does a nice job that way.
0: I know whenever I look something up on active.com, it Mm -hmm. it will usually have something like that. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of awesome. Uh, Do you have anything you want to say about that, about the age grading and what it means to you and why... It was such a big deal.
1: Well, I like it. You know, we, we've always been, I've you know, I've always I've really, it's, it's very funny, Paul, because I, I've always looked at it from the standpoint of how many points did I earn in the Grand Prix race or how many would I have gotten if I had to run this speed, you know, and that speed. I, I look at it from that standpoint. But there's another way of taking the same numbers and um, uh, turning them in a different way and saying, well, you know, I'm now in my 40s and I ran this time. What is an equivalent time? For right. uh, when I, if, if for a twenty five year old and and in looking at my my five k rate from last weekend you know my equivalent time is really not that bad I'm like hey you know it's it, it's it's an interesting way of looking at it rather than saying hey I scored the same number of points as I scored back in the day it sort of infers how how fast it would be but to be able to to the, the runner's world uh, age graded calculator gives you an equivalent time uh, metric as well which I think is very interesting.
0: Okay, that's kind of awesome. You know, it's, it's like we're saying we're growing older, but we're still getting, we're still improving upon ourselves.
1: Well, one of the, one of the things that that and Nike captures this really well in okay. their advertising. You know, I'm not doing an ad for them, but their ads uh, are are all about trying to like touch that, you know, get get at that emotionally connect with the athlete inside, right?
0: Right, there and you
1: go. and that's one of the things. You know, we as runners. You know, we show up, you pin a number on, you're now uh, competing against everybody else and yourself, and, you know, you're an athlete.
0: You, You know what, do you think that's inescapable as a species? I mean, you can go out there, and no matter what we do, we're gonna, it's going to become a competition what? with something
1: with ourselves. Was uh, I think a lot of that's embedded on the Y chromosome, Paul. But, okay. but it, it is a it's something that really works for me because because I'm motivated by trying to become better and trying to be competitive and you know age grading and and. Um all that is just one of the one of the tools that that keeps me interested and keeps me coming back.
0: Yeah, don't blame growing old to staying on the couch. That's right, or getting back on the couch.
1: That's not an excuse.
0: Well, thank you very much. This has been Mike Friedel with the uh, um, this is off the couch with uh, th- for those of you sitting on the fence about getting off the couch. And I had Mike Friedel, and thank you very much for being here.
1: Thanks, Paul. Pleasure.